Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. Hey, today on the show, we have Sarah Ray. Before we dive into the conversation with Sarah, I do want to tell you that this interview is also video. So if that's more your jam, then I will leave a link in the show notes so that you can head over to YouTube and watch us and get the full experience. But if you just want to listen to the audio, that is cool too. Happy that you are joining us. So a little bit about Sarah before we dive into today's conversation. Sarah Ray is an amazing manifesting coach, and she actually teaches mystics on how to use the law of attraction. She actually has her own podcast too, and it's called Spiritually Inspired Manifesting Mindfulness and Magic. Okay. And she covers mindfulness exercises, meditation techniques, and all new age topics. Okay. It's actually like a self improvement podcast that incorporates spiritual healing and is a ranked among the best self help podcasts podcast with a soulful spin. Spiritually Inspired will teach you what manifesting is so you can finally manifest your dream life on purpose and with intention. Her mission is to empower modern mystics to discover and embrace their own divine truth through the magic of metaphysics and to assist in the ascension of the planet by spreading love and light to all beings everywhere. And today she is our special guest on the Spiritual AF Life podcast. And you're invited to join in this conversation with Sarah and I as we deep dive into the law of attraction like we have never gone before, okay? Sarah gives us incredible insight into what we are doing wrong when it comes to manifesting. Also, a little bit of what we're doing right. But in specifically, she uses her experience to give us guidance so that we can live awesome lives beyond our wildest dreams. Sarah really just has no boundaries in this episode where she gives us everything that we need to be successful to bring whatever it is that we want into our lives. Thank you, Sarah, so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Heather. I've been looking forward to this for several weeks, and I'm so glad we finally connected. Yay! <laughs> me too. I know I can already feel like a kindred spirit kind of energy that's coming through. And I know that you're going to be talking to us about the law of attraction a little bit, yes. but how did you even get started in this spiritual stuff? Did you grow up spiritual? Yeah. Yes. I am one of the very few lucky ones that I never really had a period of time where any of my spiritual curiosity or gifts were ever repressed. It was always welcomed and accepted in my life. Even though I grew up mostly in the church, uh, it was never like a really horrible or heavy experience. It was always very comforting and beautiful for me. And it wasn't until I got a little bit older in college that I started to branch out into more metaphysical things. But yeah, I've always been with God. God's always been with me. And uh, my mom took us to a Lutheran church growing up. And then I took myself to a Catholic church with my grandmother in high school. And and then just kind of grew on from there. So yeah, I've kind of been all over the 
the map spiritually, but I've, it's always been with me. I've never been without God in my life. And I feel very lucky for that. Yeah. That is so amazing. And you know, I grew up Lutheran as well. Oh, really? (laughs) Not trying to brag, but that is so amazing. So can you tell us just a little bit of what that is like though? Like going to church, having, you know, one philosophy, if you will, Mm -hmm. it probably was the same at home. I don't know. But then like, what was it like at home, spiritually speaking? Mm -hmm. Like they were just more open to the possibility of having past loved ones or angels around? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I wouldn't say it necessarily got talked about a lot, but it was always there. And my mama would always say things along the lines of, you know, the, the universe has greater plans, like in so many words. And she always kind of instilled in me that there was a higher power and we might not totally understand it all the time, but it's there and, and life continues on and there's a heaven and, and none of these things were ever really scary for me, but I wouldn't say we were like really, it wasn't really a part of our, our lifestyle. It was just kind of always there for me personally. Um, and eventually we, I just kind of told my mom that I was just kind of done going to church <laughs> and she was just oh, like, wow. okay. And it was just kind of, we're done for a while. And I have three older sisters, but only one was really going to church with us. And it, it just kind of was the same. It was just, we were just kind of done for a little while. And even now that we don't go to church, we all still believe in the same spiritual things and it's always yeah. been with us. And I feel very lucky that it was never really a bad experience and it wasn't never really heavy. And yeah, it was great. Oh it, but it was gosh. interesting too. I bet it was. And then how in the world did you get into the more deeper metaphysical things and like law of attraction? How did that start for you? Yeah. Well, the law of attraction specifically, I didn't really start getting into that until maybe like four or five years ago. But uh, when I was younger in college, in my youth, (laughs) a long time ago in college, um, I specifically remember discovering like crystals and like going into Reiki and going into tarot cards and like just really diving into that world, what you could say is a spiritual awakening of sorts in that regard. Uh, But the law of attraction specifically really started to come to me a few years ago, a handful of years ago, when I just kind of realized that there was this, I don't like to use the word formula, but I don't really have another word, maybe like a structure, uh, usually say framework or like a flexible roadmap. There really was like a, a way that can rinse and repeat getting what you want and creating your reality. And I've always been a lifelong student. So I've always been learning about psychology and science and uh, mindfulness and and different religions too. So I started to see like the underlying connections that needed to be made. Um, And I just kind of started working with people one-on-one having these sort of conversations and be like, what do you think about this? And the more I like branched out and started talking to people who believed the same things, the more I started to realize that I actually have something here. And the terminology around the law of attraction and manifesting was really the terminology that helped explain what I was using, what I was talking about, or at least getting people in the door to start listening to me. I've been podcasting for three years now. So using this sort of language helps people to like understand what I'm talking about. But then we always go deeper. As you know, there's always way more beyond the surface. But I find that the law of attraction really does open the door for a lot of mystical people. I think too, that you are like a little bit psychic here. Cause you do exactly kind of like what I was going to ask next. Cause I was going <laughs> to say like, yeah, what is law of attraction then? Can you explain it to us in like those yeah. simple terms so we can all understand? Absolutely. The I, I, first of all, let me say that I know you are a very talented medium. And for you to say that I am psychic is very validating <laughs> because I consider myself to be like a baby psychic <laughs> and, a, and a baby medium. Like I'm not nearly as as honed in as I would like to be. But anyway, yes, the law of attraction is the universe responding to your energetic blueprint. And that is just simply what it is in the most simple terms. And your energetic blueprint is your aura, your mindset, your traumas, your subconscious, your physical ailments, all all of you. 
your your ego, your higher self, all of that is is your energy blueprint. You're you're like a giant crystal, <laughs> and oh. you radiate energy outwards, and the universe just responds to that. So that's what the law of attraction is. I literally just said this in a reading today that it's like you have this energy, if you will, and whatever you are thinking about, whatever your essence is, basically, I was like, it just goes up this flagpole, you know, <laughs> to like spirit, the, you know, the spiritual realm. And then they just bring you back. It's oh, it's it's very yeah. clear to me. It's like, this is what your energy is. It's going on up. And this is kind of what is coming right back down for you. Yeah. So it's so amazing, isn't it? Like how it how both different concepts, different, maybe I didn't understand quite like how the intensity as you, and then, but then again, I'm talking about the same thing and not even yeah. realizing it. Oh my so, gosh. That's one of my favorite things about the spiritual world is that we all come to the same conclusions essentially, but just in different ways of looking at it. And that was what I really started to like realize when I got a little bit older about religion and the world and spirituality is that we all want the same things. We just have different ways of going about it. And that's what is so beautiful about this life, this ridiculous life here on earth. And I think that's the reason why that we started talking about, you know, religion versus spirituality, if you will, in the beginning. And I wasn't really sure why, you know, spirit has led us down that path. But I think it's because the same thing with law of attraction is the same thing with everything in life, but also religion, too. We all come back to the same thing, mm -hmm. which is like love, unity, you know, like a higher power greater than ourselves. It's all like the same thing. It is. I love this. Okay. Yeah. So now... We have this awesome energy blueprint and basically it does attract whatever we put out there. Right. Right. So you're, the universe is just responding to your energy because it's, that's just how the, it works on a molecular level. It is impossible for energy or molecules that aren't like each other to be near each other. It just doesn't work that way on a quantum physics level. So yes, that is why um, sometimes I, one of your questions that you want to talk about was manifesting bad things. This is why sometimes we can kind of fall into this pitfall of like all these bad things are around me. And, you know, at the same time, I know that I had to attract it in some regard because I'm, my energy was putting that out and the universe just responds to me. So um, I don't know if you wanted to skip ahead that far ahead, but sometimes. Oh, yeah, we can't we can go right there, girlfriend, because <laughs> you're speaking my language, which is like science based, because yes, that's one oh, yeah. thing that it's a pet peeve of mine, all the spiritual woohoo, whether it's law of attraction, Reiki, psychic and mediumship and all this stuff, we're always taught like, oh, that's space cadet. That's like out there. That's woohoo. That's whatever. When I'm like, mm. it's based more in science, literally, than normalized, you know, structured religions and things mm -hmm. like that. This is actually real stuff. It is. I'm so glad you brought that up, Heather, because I was just telling a client yesterday, a brand new client, that I don't teach woo-woo. I hate that word because that implies that it's there's no basis in anything. I only teach science. I only teach mindfulness. I teach psychology and I teach health. Like I don't, none of this stuff is fake. It's all 100% real. Did I say physics as well? Quantum physics yes. is up there too. So yes. yeah, none of this is woo. It's all 100% real, whatever you want to take that word as. But yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. And um, to to kind of go off of that, your the the law of attraction let me rephrase your energy blueprint is what creates the energy that the law of attraction is responding to. And your energy blueprint is based on the molecules and the cells in your body and what they are emanating, the frequency that they are at. And they get to this frequency based on a lot of different things. There's a lot of contributing factors on to why the, your energy is the way that it is. Um, that's probably beyond too much, not beyond the scope of this particular episode, but this is like what I do with my work is pinpointing why your energy is the way that it is. And then you can kind of make a conscious choice.
about that. Ooh. So yeah, sometimes it does feel like we are manifesting bad things. First off, bad is subjective. What's bad to you might not be bad to me. So that's totally something to think about for people. That's a, psycho- a psychological thing. Uh, but there is a level of, of responsibility that we can take and say, you know what? I did manifest this thing that I don't love because that was my energy. And we just take responsibility without blame or judgment. Or, and of course, we're not victim shaming either. We're just noticing that there is a role that we always play regardless. And then we say, I created this experience, which means I can create something different. I have I had the ability to create that unconsciously. What if I used my energy in a conscious and intentional way? What else could I create? So a lot of the times the bad things come up because we're manifesting on autopilot and I teach people mm. to manifest with intention. Oh, that is so good. Because I was about to ask you how you work with people to uncover that. Is it like talking to them and then mm-hmm. trying to get to the bottom of it? Or Yeah, yeah, that's definitely part of it. A lot of my sessions include coaching and healing, uh, energy healing. And of course, they all include a tarot reading and channeling, talking to loved ones, mediumship, all that good stuff too. Uh, so yeah, mainly very specific questions that I ask and, and getting a read on your energy using the tarot, communicating with spirit guides is I'm able to kind of pinpoint where you are. And a lot of people, once they kind of understand how the whole, uh, how the law of attraction works from a holistic perspective, they can kind of pinpoint like, Hey, you know what? I'm really struggling with my mindset, or maybe I don't really have a plan. Maybe I'm unmotivated to take action, or maybe I don't really trust in timing. People can, those are the four phases that I just listened by the way of manifesting. Uh, and people can kind of pinpoint where they are once they know the structure. So just a little bit of knowledge goes a long way. And then I just kind of probe in the most loving and gentle way. I'm sure you do the same thing in your sessions. Like, I just kind of want to be like, so why do you think that is the way that it is? Or like, what are these patterns that are going on? Yeah. Because that's one thing that I've been noticing a lot within myself, but then also some of the, a lot of the people around me, which is we don't know either what we want. We don't know what the next step is. And we're just kind of like on autopilot, like living our life now. I'm taking it that there's something maybe not maybe quote wrong with that, but I could tell that we're not intentionally manifesting then we're not intentionally yeah. attracting. Exactly. So what, what suggestions would you have for people who are in that predicament? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I Like you said, I don't think anyone's doing this on purpose. Like they don't want to manifest bad things for themselves on purpose and it's no one's fault and it's okay. It is, I just want to throw out, it is okay. If you got yourself in a situation that isn't, isn't great, it's totally fine. So if you do find yourself with that, in that situation, you do want to change what you're manifesting. Uh, first, you have to kind of look at all different areas of your life. The very first thing you need to start doing is finding a way to practice meditation mindful meditation is like the key that will unlock everything. And the reason why I say that is because it will help you to disassociate from your ego. And this is where a lot of people get a lot of epiphanies, like just the simple act of changing your brain landscape, re literally rewiring and reshaping your brain causes so much transformation. That is just the tip of the iceberg. That's just phase one is mindset shifting and, and firing new neurons in your new neurons in your brain and creating new neurological networks and creating different associations and chemicals within your body that are with those new ways of being. So that is a really good place to start is meditation uh, and mindfulness. And a lot can change in just those, those things, recognizing the patterns in your mind and being intentional about changing them. Oh, I love this so much. I understand (laughs) it. And it is so true. Like this is scientifically based and you can look inside of the brain and see the new, like what they call synapses forming Hmm. um, with like new habit structure. And so we have to kind of dissolve those other ones that are not serving you and strengthen up the other ones that are. Absolutely. 
it's like this is scientifically based peeps you it know is. like we used to believe for the longest time until like relatively recently that our brain stopped evolving at like 25 years old who who believes that raise your hand i know <laughs> half of them are raising yep that has been proven to be a fallacy your brain is malleable always Okay, Spirit is telling me that everyone needs to hear this. <laughs> Your brain is always changing. You always have the ability to change it. And every single time you think a thought, it creates a little electrical charge. A neuron goes down your brain and creates a little pathway, a neural pathway. And every time you think that thought, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And it gets embedded physically, literally embedded into your subconscious mind. And because your subconscious mind works on autopilot. Your automatic nervous system is working behind the scenes so you don't have to worry about breathing or your heart beating or your stomach digesting. It just gets embedded into that level of consciousness. So your energy blueprint is coming from those those thoughts you're always thinking about, if that's making sense, if you're still with me. Um, I when, totally am. Okay, good. So then when you want to change your thoughts, you start firing new neural pathways, which is different in the brain and the ego goes, no, I don't like that. Change equals death. No, thank you. So it's a challenge. So you have to keep doing it over and over again until you create a new neural pathway. And then you create a new way of being within your body. So now your automatic nervous system is operating in a different state of being. So all that to say is that it takes practice and you got to stick with it. And that is why my biggest suggestion is meditation and mindfulness because it takes work. I love that though. But as you're talking and I'm not sure if anybody else who's listening is having like the same kind of, you know, connecting the dots happening, but it kind of relates to something I heard about law of attraction where it's like, oh, obviously like attracts like, but you have to be on the same vibration of whatever mm. it is that you want to bring into your life. And like, for example, one thing that's coming up for me is like health, you know, and like losing weight or feeling good in your body. And people try to hate themselves then, or they try to mm. hate themselves into that. And I'm like, but that's one kind of energy. But if you can come back down, you know, or come to this level where it's like you love your body, then you're going to be able to attract, you know, a more body that you love, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Am, am I making sense here? Yeah, you are. And you touched on something so important. The other half, <laughs> the other half of manifesting isn't just your thoughts. Your affirmations aren't enough. You have to elevate your emotional state to match that vibration, to create that vibration. Because just thinking those thoughts and changing your neural pathways isn't enough. Unfortunately, I wish it were. It really isn't. Because sometimes people come to me and they be like, I say oh. the affirmations. So just really quick, that first yeah. part that you're talking about now, that is the part where they say like just thinking it, yeah. whereas like think good thoughts almost. Mm -hmm. That's where this is kind of stemming from. We've all kind yeah. of heard that part. Okay, go ahead. That's go where on. we. That's where we start. I think that's, that's where, where most start. people start. Yeah, because yes. most okay. people just need to first off break the habit of thinking bad thoughts. Like this, we if we go too far into that world without all the other stuff, we start getting into toxic positivity, and that's when people start using the law of attraction in the wrong way. In my opinion, is if you stay too to uh, focus on just the affirmations and mental landscapes of it. So yeah, okay. once, oh, I hope that's making sense. I hope that yeah, answers no, that's your totally, question. Yeah, that, that is okay. going on 100% Excellent. On. Yeah. yeah. So, so, on. <laughs> so what's important is that you ha have the emotion to match because you're, if you don't think the emotion, your brain doesn't create the chemical that is associated with that specific emotion, which is associated with that specific neuron that was fired with the thought that you just thought. Um, and if your brain doesn't create the chemical, nothing goes, gets trickled down into the rest of your body. So what happens is you think the thought, I love my body. But if you just think that you're just going to say, okay, well, that's not true. I don't love my body. And then that, that it creates an emotion and an emotion is a chemical reaction within your body. And we all know that the job of our nervous system is to carry the chemicals throughout the rest of our body. Right. And that's kind of why we, um, 
often feel yucky and we you know feel heavy sometimes because of our negative mindset is being literally deposited into the rest of our body. But if we say, I love my body, and then you elevate your emotions to like fully, fully embrace that. You'd be like, yes, I truly feel the love for my body. Now you're creating a different chemical in your brain and that's getting deposited into physically into the rest of your body. And this, again, this is not um, woo woo crap. This is legitimate no. neuroscience. This is real stuff. This is actually how it works. Um, so yeah, you just got to make sure you have the emotional component too. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Like I got onto step two without even realizing. Yeah. <laughs> because no, it totally makes sense. Like if I've been hearing so much lately, instead of saying, oh, I have to do something, say I get to. Like yeah. no matter what it is, it changes the vibration of it already. It's Absolutely. like, instead of being like, oh, I have to go to work or I have to do this or I have to do that. Be like, I get to do this. Like I get to mm -hmm. go to work. Whereas maybe some other people wish that they could, but whatever reason they couldn't or whatever it is, you can make up whatever scenario that you want in your mind. But the same thing with getting yourself to the gym and getting healthy and stuff like that. It's like, I get to move my body. I get to go out for a walk. I get to do this. Whereas mm -hmm. a lot of people, like I think about sometimes like, what if one of my legs got amputated? My, that just happened to my friend like oh out of the blue yes like what? yes it's like her she got an infection in her leg like out oh. of the blue and then you know it went septic and you know this is a woman that I've worked with for like years and years and now like out of the blue they're like yeah your leg um with the amputate your leg and I feel so bad for her and then I'm like wow. oh my gosh like so oftentimes we take for granted some of those things so now when I go to the gym or I go out for a walk and I don't feel like doing it I try to change that emotion from being I have to do this mm -hmm. you know it's like no I get to and then yeah. even though sometimes I feel don't feel like I have the emotion I just keep on thinking that until I actually feel the emotion and then once you start getting you know the walk going and stuff you'll start appreciating a little bit more you'll be like okay well I'm glad I went out now because it is a nice day or I got to talk to so-and-so on the phone and you know I love that um yeah. that part and you know what there is not a lot of people that talk about that emotional part of law of attraction mm -hmm. right and it's a, a missing it's a missing piece a lot of people go why isn't this working or they they talk about manifesting like I don't do manifesting because it doesn't work which is a ridiculous thing to say you're always manifesting the law of attraction is <laughs> never not at work um yeah you just really manifesting on purpose is about intentionally changing your body and your mind so that you're changing your energy blueprints that the universe has no choice but to respond. And I yes. think people do kind of understand this on a physical level. You understand you need to um, embody that. You understand you need to say the affirmations, you do the journaling and the visualization, but yeah, you're right. Nobody really says you need to really feel the emotion and they go, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, you need to like, pretend that it already exists because oh. your brain as amazing as it is cannot tell the difference between what's real out there external and what's going on internally and uh time and space don't exist so if you're if, if you are just visualizing it in your brain your brain literally looks like that thing already happened even though it hasn't happened yet. And they've proven this with scientific studies over and over and over again. It's really interesting. I would love to share one with you. I don't, I forget some of the details, but I will tell you that it was, um, uh, a bunch of college students. Uh, there was a control group, a group and B group where they, one group was meant to like pull a spring apart like this, like for one in one hand, like a exercise for an hour a day over and over again for, I don't know, it was like six weeks or something like that. And they did. And then the other group only visualized doing that for an, uh, an hour a day. And then they had a control group too, of course, but 
Um, and they, the one group only visualized themselves doing it for an hour a day. Um, and the people who actually like were physically pulling the the spring gained something like a 30% muscle increase, which you expect to see, right? But the people who were only visualizing it in their brain gained 22% muscle strength in the same way. So <laughs> almost like almost as much as the people who are physically doing it they were just visualizing it and their body physically changed. So they were changing their energy with just their minds. And that is just insane to me. So imagine if you were to do that on purpose, like whatever it is that you want to manifest or what you want your body to do. Oh my gosh. So I feel kind of guilty right now because my friend told me about something that she manifested and I'm totally going to tell you this, but when I got home for some reason, I was like, is this true or not? So this is what happened. This is a friend who uses manifesting all of the time. And I've gotten some of my great tips and tricks and everything else from her. I mean, she visualizes her mailbox is a cash register. You know, she's always (laughs) manifesting. Like she is my manifesting gal. And she talks about it all the time. She's just, wow, way, way out there. Well, I recently seen her. And when I saw her, I'm like, oh my gosh, girlfriend, like, what are you doing? Like she lost a whole bunch of weight. And she had been trying to lose weight for like the longest time. And she was like, Heather, you're never going to believe this. And she was like, I did this through love attraction and through um, artificial intelligence. And I'm like, how in the world did they help you lose weight? And then she told me her journey for the last couple of years. And we've been friends this whole entire time. So I've seen her weight gain and that kind of thing. She was like, I changed my diet and I exercised and it didn't work. And I set the intention and did all this stuff. And then I gained 10 pounds. So I'm gonna tell you what she said she did. She downloaded this app named Remini. So it's R-E-M-I-N-I. And then basically, I guess a lot of people on TikTok are using it as weight loss motivation because it takes your face and that kind of thing. And it brings you pictures of yourself. And a lot of people who are larger, you um, they show them as thinner. And so then people are using, saying that they're using it as weight loss motivation. Well, she took it a step further and she downloaded these pictures on her phone. And then every day she's looking at the pictures on her phone and she's looking into the eyes, which are her eyes. Cause it's, you know, made with AI though, but she's looking at her eyes and she's remembering when those pictures were taking, she's feeling all the feelings of wearing that dress of wearing that outfit. And she's putting herself into the picture. Like, Oh my God, this really truly did happen. And as I'm talking to her, I'm like, are you freaking serious? Like, but for some reason in that moment I really really believed her and I'm like I looked at her and I was like if anybody else in the world would have told me this I wouldn't have believed them but this is one of my best friends and I don't understand why she would lie but it's freaking crazy she's like Heather I did everything and I'm like what'd you do with your diet she's like I didn't change my diet she's like that's all I do but I know number one she's really really sensitive and also like really really good at the law of attraction and she's lost the weight so maybe she could be lying to me but I won't she I don't know why she would. There is scientific basis why that that is possible. That does people do that all the time. Think about all the athletes out there that visualize their perfect games and then they ha- and then it happens. Like this yes. is so powerful. My favorite quote is life is images of the mind expressed. Because you don't respond to the world around you, the world responds to your internal world. So she's visualizing the heck out of what she wants to look like and because the body and the mind don't know the difference it happens so that is absolutely incredible 
And it's so amazing too, because I think my husband is really, really sensitive to law of attraction because like he thinks that everything's going to go bad and it does. Like, like mm. I'm like, honey, you got to stop it. Like, I think that we need to, you know, you me and him need to have a session, okay? <laughs> because like, like he's like, they're going to mess up my order. And sure enough, the orders get messed up. He was like, mm. every single time they always mess up my order. Things always are wrong. And I'm like, can you stop ordering things and just let me order them? Because when you do it, it's all wrong because you're putting that energy out there. But I even remember when we first um, got married and we moved. And I remember him saying, I wish I had an island. I wish I had an island that we could just live on an island together. That's all I want is to live on an island with you. We literally live on Island Drive now. And there's an island in my backyard. Wow. I was like, oh my God, honey. Like, and this, this is something that went over our heads when we bought the house. We didn't remember that he was always saying that until like months into moving in. And I'm like, see, you're really good. It's so cool. And it was so funny because I remember he loves um, bubblegum ice cream and bubblegum ice cream. You cannot find it anywhere. Well, guess what? I found it. I found <laughs> it right down the, ho- down the street from the house. And it's right, right in a bike ride away. We could go get him bubblegum ice cream. And, but remember, he's always thinking that everything that he loves goes out of business. Everything he loves gets discontinued. Mm-hmm. This is something that he repeats on autopilot probably 500 times a day. And it's really strong now because it's been happening for years. I swear mm-hmm. to God, I got the bubblegum ice cream. I brought it home to him. He was so excited that the next day we went on a bike ride and we went back there. When we went back there, the woman's like, oh, you're in luck. We have one scoop left because guess what? We're no longer selling this. Oh my God. I am like, how much more clear do you want to get? Is that uh, not insane? It is. People just are afraid to recognize their responsibility. And a lot of people don't realize that that, that it's possible to change. They just think it is that the way that it is. And that's why they don't want to say, well, I can change it because they didn't, they don't see that they're creating that for themselves too. That Do you see so that crazy. a lot in the people that you work with though, that sometimes yeah. like the more stubborn or hard hearted they are, then the harder it is for them to really harness the law of attraction um, energy. I do. I find with people who are really new to mindfulness, um, don't even realize the depth of which their, their internal stories go. Um, like I've had, I have clients that say, you know, I'm not creative. I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't do that. And why is my manifestation not here? But then every time I say, okay, what about this? What about this? Oh, I, this doesn't work. That's not it. That blah, 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 blah. So they don't even realize like how deep it goes. But the oh. thing that everyone needs to realize is that every single thing that you say and do is a response to something that happened in the past, right. Or something that, that you made a choice to do based on something that happened. And then because of evolution, your body just doesn't change. Your ego doesn't want to do anything different because it already knows how to do that thing for better or for worse. They, it sees it as a a way to save energy and conserve energy. So they don't want to change. It doesn't want to shift or do anything differently. So they get so embedded into that, that they don't even realize change is possible. They don't even realize that you can rethink your mind into something as simple as, I always have all of the ice cream flavors that I always want, right? Yeah. So, my husband is very similar, by the way. Like, oh, is he, <laughs> he like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And he lives with like the law of attraction queen. I know. So. I know. And I have to tell him, like, hey, we don't use that word or this word. We don't say it that way in this house. Like, I really appreciate if you stop doing that. Like, yeah. And it's that's actually a common block a lot where specifically, specifically women who are mystical have husbands who tend to feel like they're impeding on their manifesting success but as long as you, <laughs> as long as your energy is you know you're doing your work you're doing all that you can do so okay. yeah <laughs> that's a great point to bring up because I heard someone say just clean up your side of the street and then I'm like yep. okay so I just like do me and then you know that like 
I really wanted the furniture that kept on getting messed up. So I'm just like, honey, can we, can I just buy it? Because your energy right. is, is all up in there. And I remember we went to Vegas and my husband is like, he was a skeptic, but now he's on my side. But it was so funny because we went to Vegas and I'm about to have the time of my life. My first time there, it was like when the first five minutes and all he could think about is food and he could think about this and that. And I'm trying to absorb the energy. And I think sometimes just if you have somebody that's kind of rough in your life or rough around the edges, this might help. I don't know. <laughs> but I looked at him and I was like, can you just stop? Because your energy is like messing up my energy right now. And I'm really trying to enjoy this moment. So if you can just go do you, <laughs> I was right. like, um, I'm going to be over here and I'll meet you when you're done. <laughs> like, yeah. I he talks about that moment because he was like, thank you. He was like, cause I was like freaking Aww. out and I had all these things. And then I was like, yeah, and I was trying to like absorb, you know, some of like the feelings that I was feeling and you know, the, the, maybe even the trip I manifested when he was like all up in my energy grill. And I'm like, you need to like back off like with oh that gosh. yucky energy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I totally relate. And my, my family, my husband, like, yeah everyone in our lives. I think we all have people in our lives like that. Yeah. But what's like, beautiful is that you don't, you don't, your energy doesn't necessarily need to affect theirs and vice versa. So luckily okay. that never doesn't have to impede your manifesting efforts. Although it seems like it will sometimes just clean your side of the street. Like you said. Yes. And so I have a question, like, <laughs> what is it like to like work with you? Like if someone's like really experiencing a blockage with law of attraction or they can't get out of their own cycles, or maybe they feel like mm -hmm. they're on the cusp of, you know, bringing something really cool in their life, but maybe they just need this little extra push because it's not coming. Um, Like, what is it like? And yeah, yeah. Analysis? people often tell me, like, I often get the phrase, it's like talking to a friend. So that's, I guess that's kind of what it's like to have a session with me is I, my goal is to always in the most loving and gentle and kind way possible, ask some of the tough questions, you know, and kind of, kind of help turn the mirror around. And I, again, will always want to do my best to lovingly show how we can take responsibility for our own lives and what we can change. And my, and my other second biggest goal, I would say is helping people realize what is possible um, and that they have to just commit to it. So uh, as far as like the logistics of my sessions go, usually it starts off with like kind of talking a little bit, like trying to hear in your own words, like what brought you here um, and that sort of thing. I'm sure you do something similar in your sessions too. Like, why are you here? What do you want to manifest? What do you think the block is? What's going on? Um, and then we pull cards and that kind of validates some of the other energy I've been getting. And sometimes we have card jumpers and they go, oh, well, this is you. And it, it helps illustrate some things. It tells the story a little bit. Um, but then the more we talk, I've kind of gotten really good at being able to like peel back the layers energetically and kind of see what's going on. And, and I mainly am looking for patterns. Like I'm mainly looking for, are you always saying this about yourself? Or are you saying that this situation keeps repeating itself? Like that's kind of what I'm looking for are patterns because when you are in the thick of it, when you're in your own life, it's really hard to objectively see these things. Mm -hmm. And this is why coaching is so helpful because you can't always pinpoint the things that are causing some of the biggest roadblocks in your life. And again, no fault to your own. This is all meant to be in love and light. It's okay. We all get there. I have coaches too and mentors. We all do this. Like even doctors have doctors, right? So we can all use help from everyone else. So that's mainly what I look for. And then I look for validation from your spirit guides and, and how they want me to phrase things for you um, to, so that you can kind of understand. And then we do crystal Reiki towards the end because my sessions are 75 minutes long. I try to leave about 15 minutes for at least some crystal Reiki. And that helps with the embodiment part. So I talked a lot about like changing your brain and the chemicals and all that sort of thing. That's what the crystal Reiki helps me 
help you with embodiment. So we talk a lot about what you want. We kind of pinpoint the energy that we want to cultivate more of, and then we instill that energy into your body. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, no, it totally it, um, it totally does. And I love how it seems like even though you call it coaching, it also just seems like it's a bit more of therapy, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, with a reading and yes. it's all on, on the foundation, you know, like either like science based and like it has a really great foundation. So I love it. It's kind of like a um, a trio or if you will, yeah. like also like healing too. So like four different aspects that you put in to really help. So I bet that really helps people catapult, you know, their manifesting abilities. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. That's what um, they tell me. And I really yeah. appreciate them for saying <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> I love it. So if people want to keep in touch with you um, or learn more about you, what you do, where can they find you? Yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share. I really appreciate it. I love your energy and I adore your gorgeous red hair. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I love you. I think you're gorgeous. You guys oh, should come thanks. over on YouTube and, and see us because <laughs> we're looking good today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my podcast is the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. I am also on YouTube. Uh, you can find some Reiki healings and meditations there as well. Spiritually inspired, the spiritually inspired podcast. Um, also, if you are still on Facebook, I have a free Facebook group where I go live multiple times a week to share manifesting knowledge, astrology, group readings, and also crystal Reiki there as well. So you can go to spiritually inspired.co slash free group. If you want to check that out, spiritually inspired.co slash podcast. If you want to check out the podcast, so, or just plain old spiritually inspired.co, you'll see my mug there looking a little sparkly and you'll, you'll see me. <laughs> yes. And I will definitely have all of the links to, um, to keep in touch with her in the show notes too, so that you can go ahead and, you know, manifest some really cool stuff and then come tell us yeah. about it. Like Heck I'm really yeah. inspired now. I want to like, oh. write a whole entire list. It's like a Christmas list of Santa Claus, yeah, you know? Absolutely. Like, I love that. <laughs> like, hey, I want this, you know? And then who cares if you want something that's really outrageous and out there? It's like, why not? Like, yeah. like what if it doesn't happen? But what if it does? Right. Like, and the universe a- wants you to have the things. Yeah. And then you have a cool AF story. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Spiritual AF life. Yes, exactly. You get it. I do. Oh my gosh. This has been so much fun. I feel like I could just keep on talking to you for hours, but I absolutely absolutely love this. You have given us so many takeaways and gave us so much direction. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your energy, your time, your expertise with us. Yes. Thank you so much, Heather. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.